All right, on the huddle with us this evening, Tim Beveridge, News Talk ZB host, and Georgie Stiliano, former New Zealand First Press Secretary and Director at Government Relations Firm BRG. Hello, you two. Hey. Hello. Okay, well, Tim, I, I mean, look, I don't feel uncomfortable about creating an elite form of, of renters, do you? No, I mean, it's, uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. Look, Emily, I think it, his major point was, you know, increasing the supply. Now, I think the horses bolted on some of this stuff, though, as soon as they changed the bright line test and, and changed tax deductibility. Um, it pushed the costs to landlords up and they passed it on to tenants. Job done. I don't know how you wind that back, but maybe you just wind it back. <laughs> Yeah, well, you could wind it back, right? But Georgie, it's not going to fix the, the the. It's just not going to fix the problem. And what is going on until we have more houses? And what's going on here is everybody is fighting for the same houses. Do you feel comfortable with people with money being able to set themselves apart and get the houses more easily than people who don't have money? No, and I also think they've done a terrible comms job on on this because it was the, the, the harsher penalties and the higher bonds that came through. Nice to hear him talking about security of tenure and the right to decorate and make it feel a bit more homely, but you have to question the timing of this with cost of living and two years into a pandemic – Plus, you've kind of got a bit of a cooling off of the housing market. So, yeah, I kind of didn't get the whole thing today. Yeah, I think you're right that they have done a bad job on the comms. The wealth tax thing, Tim, this is obvious. I mean, look, this is obviously happening at the next election, isn't it? Um, I don't know. but Oh, come on, mate. Uh, look, no, I don't, I don't know. The problem is that David Parker opened the sort of the door to uh, Pan, Pandora's box, should I say, and... Um, uh, they talk about taxing the wealthy. What ends up happening? Um, it looks like the Greens policy of a million dollars, you're apparently wealthy. Uh, who's going to pay? The middle will pay. But the trouble is, is that whatever assurance you get out of Grant Robertson, um, I hate to say it, but he's proven himself to be untrustworthy um, <laughs> as he was with his, with his assurance that there wouldn't be any new taxes in form of the Brightline extension. So um, this is a real problem for them. And I think Jacinda Ardern, um, looked as almost, it was almost like a Luxon-esque naivety that he's been accused of, that she couldn't put that one to bed. I think it's a, this is, if they want to lose the next election, then letting this stuff fester is a sure way to go about it. Okay, here's the thing. Georgie, you've worked in politics a long time. It looks to me like they can't put it to bed because they don't want to put it to bed because they want to keep it as an option at the next election. What do you think? Totally. And she's she's got a minister here that's clearly chomping at the bit. But i got to say, I do think all this politicking that happens plays directly into Minister Parker's hand when he says that we, as a, as a nation, don't seem to be able to have a grown-up debate about the tax system. So I think this whole, oh, national saying she's done a U-turn, I think this is exactly probably where they want the public debate to be. Why? Why, Georgie? Why would they want the public? Oh. I don't care what the public debate is. I just don't want to be taxed. Isn't that how much? Well, we're talking. Feel? I think. Well, we're talking about multi-millionaires and billionaires, and not knowing we, what though? tax or are how we? much they pay. Well, Georgie, I think in are we? Or, speech, or uh, can I just interrupt? Are we? Or are we talking about the Greens' proposal, which is to put a one percent tax on anybody one, with assets on over one million? million? Well, that would be anyone who owns a home exactly. in a capital city. No, I, I definitely don't think it's going to go that far. I do genuinely see the public interest value in having that information. She isn't the prime minister is in a very tricky spot, as as Tim has has said. The door is very clearly open next election campaign. They haven't written their policy. I believe that much to be to be true. But all of this, um, the headlines and the politicking that happens is exactly where Minister Parker wants the debate to go. So he can turn it around and look like the good guy who is genuinely trying to achieve something that we haven't really been able to do in terms of finding out 
the top tier, what they pay and how much. Tim, this was always the risk, though, was that if you say you'll go, if you if you if you're dicking around, not being honest about whether you're going to introduce a wealth tax or not, that means you can't give any details and say, no, 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 guys, don't worry about it. It's not your average punter. It's your Bob Joneses who are going to get taxed. And if you can't do that, then people like me start going, oh, is this me? Because I own a house. And so it becomes scary to a lot of people. Right. This is a risk for them, isn't it? Oh, no, I think it's I think it's a terrible look. I think that the fact that it's out there, I mean, I probably disagree with Georgie on this. I think the fact that we're having this discussion, and I just I laughed out loud on the car on the way home, just listening to the politics that's being played by uh, National and Act, rightfully uh, giving the government a kicking for this. I can't see any way unless the go- unless Jacinda Ardern puts this to bed really firmly. Um, look at it this way: a capital gains tax would be easier to sell, I reckon, than a wealth tax. Um, so that's how bad it is, I reckon. But how can we, how can we put it? How can we put it to bed if we don't have the information? Uh, I think you put it to bed, but I, I, I think it's an easy one to rule out. You, she could just say, "Look, I said I wouldn't as prime minister, and I'm standing by that." Full stop. Nobody. Yeah, you, you could say nobody in Labor is going to do it. It won't be in the policy at the next election, but you yeah. want to keep it open. You could do the research and still rule it out. I don't, but I don't think they need a working group to work this one out. No. Okay. Listen, back of the huddle in a tick thirteen away from six. It's 11 away from 6, you're back of the huddle, Georgie Stelliano and Tim Beveridge. Georgie, on Lydia Ko, um, <laughs> shocking everybody by saying the reason she played badly was because she had period pain, which gave her back pain, which affected her. I heard that and I thought, good on you, sis, for saying it, because you know it's real. What did you think? Oh, what a boss. Super refreshing to hear her say that. I mean, what wasn't refreshing was how speechless the blooming interviewer was in response. Like, <laughs> it's 2022, mate. Um, and we still can't talk about women's natural bodily functions without getting all coy and uncomfortable. But yeah, what an amazing role model. Tim, do you want to come to the defence of the, the male interviewer here? Please don't. Uh, no, no, no way. Actually, you know what? I'm, I've never, I'm not, a, haven't been a huge fan or followed Lydia particularly closely in the last year or two. But when I heard the story, I thought you just won a fan. Good on you. You know, demystifying all this stuff. You know, he should have just gone. I don't know. I don't know how he. <laughs> I don't know how as a guy. What's your follow up question, Tim? Is it? Oh, how bad is it for you this month? Like you can't take. You just have to let it go, don't you? <laughs> no, he, he just. I think squirming was appropriate, probably because. Yeah. You know, it's the safest option. Yeah, totally. Now, I'm fascinated because I cannot understand, Georgie, why the New South Wales government have been called into this. You know, the ministers have been called into this um, respect in the workplace uh, briefings Mm -hmm. and taught how to be respectful. I can't understand why mate is a word that's off limits. Can you? You know, I actually have to admit, coming from England, where really the only use of the word mate is that kind of cockney, how you going, mate, you all right? I was never uh, never prone to the word mate, and I don't like it when older men call me mate. Um, but I think telling ministers not to use it and this whole consultant coming in um, is is quite is quite laughable. You, you I know, just want to I just want to explore this a little bit. Why don't you mm, like older men calling you mate? I, I feel like it's sort of, and I think again because I didn't grow up in, in New Zealand, it's potentially just a a, a, a bias or an anti bias, but. It sort of makes me feel like they're talking to me sometimes, especially in the worlds that I've been in, journalism, politics, Mm. like I'm a three-year-old kid playing uh, indoor football. (laughs) And it's kind of like, oh, you know, you're all right, mate. You'll you'll, you'll score a goal next week. I don't know. It does rub me up the wrong way. Um, There's one person I let call me mate. And it's Clayton Cosgrove. 
you, you talk to Clayton Cosgrove? It. I mean, already. I do indeed. You, you, I, suddenly I'm, no I'm judgment, questioning no your judgment. Okay, well. yep, time. Um, Tim, <laughs> Tim, how do you feel about the word mate? And, and can you explain this maybe? Well, darling, um, I'm not sure. Oh, I, don't, I don't mind single terms of endearment, sweetie. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it just flows off the tongue, you know. Um, like, my God. You know, trying people trying to moderate grown-up behaviour with these stupid rules. It's like, can't we just sort of look after ourselves? Do we have to really form? I, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's codswallops. It, isn't it, it, it wouldn't. It would not surprise me though if someone inside this government sees this and gets on the blower and is like, "Oh, can we have a mates rates for the same consultant, please?" It sort of feels like it would feels be like that it's, sort of thing. Yeah, up there, Ali. Hey, babes, mm. thanks so much. Really appreciate yep. it. Georgie Stiliano, former uh, New Zealand First Press Secretary, Director at Government Relations Firm BRG, and Tim Beveridge, News Talk ZB mm. host. I've got a rage, by the way. I am on a rage about Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to deal with it next. Seven away from six.